peace and be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom and as you sing psalms, hymns and spiritual songs with gratitudes in your hearts to God. And whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. This is the word of the Lord. The second reading is from Luke 2, verses 33 to 35, and can be found on page 1028. The child's father, father and mother marveled at what was said about him. Then Simeon blessed them and said to Mary, his mother, This child is dis- destined to cause the falling and rising of many in Israel and to be a sign that will be spoken against, so that the thoughts of many hearts will be revealed. And a sword will pierce your own soul too. This is the word of the Lord. Well, good morning, everyone. Happy Mother's Day to all the mums out there, and happy Mothering Sunday to everybody else. Um, Traditionally, the fourth Sunday in Lent, when people would go back to their mother church where they were baptised. So here we all are together in our church, um, and that's just wonderful, isn't it, that we can be together. I just want to start off with um, a little YouTube clip that you might think is only for mums with their children, but but please look at it carefully, listen to it, and I'm sure we will find something useful from it. Thanks, Shalate. Today, um, we're going to think about one mother in particular, about Mary, Jesus' mother, and what Mary learnt as she lived with Jesus as he was growing up. 
how do you think you would react if an angel came to you and suddenly told you you were going to um, give birth to the Son of God? Um, and how the shepherds came, remember? The, the angels came to the shepherds and, uh, and told them about this baby that was going to be born. And how Mary treasured all these things that, were, that happened to her and she pondered on them in her heart. By the way, it's only 38 weeks and another three days before we will be remembering the shepherds again coming to see um, uh, Jesus on Christmas Eve, Christmas Day. And we've just um, heard from the Bible reading in Luke that Simeon was in the temple. So beforehand, Mary had heard these wonderful things that was going to happen um, with Jesus. But now Jesus was only eight days old. He was being brought to the temple to be circumcised and blessed, as was usual in the Jewish tradition. And previously, Jesus was going to be great, going to be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord would give him the throne of his father David. He would reign over the house of Jacob forever. His kingdom will never end. But now, in the temple, Mary was told that Jesus would be a stumbling block to many and a sword that would pierce her own soul. So how do you think she felt being the mother of the Son of God living with perfection? Three things, I think, were just three things that um, Mary might have observed from living with Jesus. And that was the importance Jesus put on his relationship with his Father God. We often read in the Gospels about Jesus going off to the hills or going to a solitary place to pray and spend time with God. And he must have started to do that at a very young age. Remember, at the age of 12, they found him in the temple um, where he was discussing with the leaders of the teachers of the law. And Mary and Joseph had to um, discover him, go back and find him because Jesus was um, doing his father's business. And often throughout his life, and we know in his public ministry, Jesus quoted from the Old Testament scriptures. He knew his scriptures and he talked about his heavenly father so it was really something that Mary must have observed from his life whilst he was here on earth. Number two, as Jesus grew up, Mary must have learned to trust in him. So many situations will have happened that we aren't even recorded in the Bible, we know nothing about. But take, for example, the wedding in Cana at the start of his public ministry and she was able to tell the servants do as Jesus has told you she had that confidence that Jesus would do something she trusted in him to save the day and number three although Jesus was Mary's son Mary also accepted that Jesus was her saviour. 
I wonder, did she realise when the wise men brought those gifts that Jesus would one day die on the cross? When Jesus spoke to John, his disciple, asking him to look after his mother. We um, don't know how much Mary accepted that Jesus was her saviour and Messiah before his death. Um, but we do know that after Jesus' resurrection, after his ascension, it tells us in Acts chapter 1 that the disciples were there together in a room praying. They all joined together constantly in prayer along with the woman and Mary, the mother of Jesus, and with his brothers. So wasn't it great to know that Jesus' earthly family came to recognise their son and their brother as their Lord and Saviour. Mary had been a young virgin, highly favoured by God, yet she still needed a Saviour who would die in her place. And just another plug for the Mark's drama, I hope you do come along and see it because it's just shown me afresh as we've been going through the events of Mark, just how much his family actually were confused and thought Jesus was mad as he was going about his business and, and his ministry. Uh, and it's been just a real insight as reading this all afresh. So three things that Mary learnt and what three things that we can hopefully learn from Mary. Number one, spend time with God as Jesus did. I'm sure you've heard of John and Charles Wesley, uh, great preachers and hymn writers in the 18th century. Susanna Wesley had 13 children. So imagine that, 13 children. But Susanna Wesley often would be found in the kitchen with the children running around and she would sit in a particular chair, she would take her apron, throw it over her head, and that was a sign to all the children that they were not to disturb mum, because mother was praying and spending time with God. And we, in our busy lives, we find it difficult sometimes to pray and spend time with God. Shut everything else out. Open up the scriptures and know the scriptures the way Jesus knew the scriptures. There are many ways to help us read the Bible. David and Zena are here. I'm sure they'll help you order Bible notes. Um, but for many of us, we can use our, our phones and have an app on our phone. Little meditations, Bible verses just come in daily that we can... Um, we can watch and we can read and really meditate on day by day as you walk along the beach, as you go to work in the train, or as you sit having a coffee, wherever. There are so many things that can help us and encourage us to spend time with God. Or challenge yourself to do something new. Challenge yourself to read um, and, and learn a verse of the Bible every week. Um, in, in days gone by, in Sunday school, I know we used to have to learn memory verses every week. We, 
we used to have to learn the books of the Bible in order so that you'd be able to find them quickly, uh, the Bible verse in the Bible. And I've been using my grace cells recently to learn all the events in Mark's gospel. You, if you come along, you'll find out how well we do. I know um, Neil and Adam and I often in the office are sitting and we're just encouraging, going around, taking turn in each other to, to learn the events in order. So many ways we can challenge ourselves just to spend that time with God day by day. So we can learn that. Number two, Mary grew to trust Jesus, and so can we. I'm sure those of you who have already told us about going out last Saturday, you had to trust Jesus to give you the courage to go out, to give you the words to say. Now, not, maybe not all of us are called to go out onto the streets, so I think we might be called in future to do it a bit more often. Um, but all of us, you know, can learn just to be able to relate to our family, our friends, our work colleagues, just to share something of what Jesus means to us and what our Christian faith and how it helps us in our daily life. Um, we'll be encouraged in the life groups to do my story, a hundred words, no more than a hundred words, within one minute, just to be able to share with somebody about Jesus and what he means to us. So we can also, number three, um, like Mary, we need to be saved from the consequences of our sins. We need Jesus as our saviour. The Bible says in Romans 3, 23, that all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. It's only because of what Jesus achieved on the, on the cross that we can be brought into a right relationship with our Heavenly Father. There is no other name by which we can be saved. And that is the hope of the Christian faith, being in a right relationship with the Creator God, having that sure and certain hope that God walks along beside us. God walks before us. Our God carries us when we need him to. And knowing there's so much more to come than just our life here on earth. So whatever happens in life, however we feel, we know in our hearts that God is good all the time. Remember in that Bible verse we read in Luke that Simeon prophesied that Jesus would be cause division, be a stumbling block for many. And that's so true even today in the world where uh, the truth of Jesus and his gospel can often go against the grain of popular opinion and social trends. We need, we need to know that Jesus is with us. We need to know how Jesus has changed our lives. And we need to know how to be confident and trust in him. And finally, Mary learnt 
how to live her life as she observed Jesus. And Paul has told us what it is to have life with Jesus at the centre. To live a life full of compassion, of kindness, humility. Remember, God knows our innermost thoughts. Just like that little girl in the YouTube vid clip. She was praying, but God really knew, though she admitted what her motive was for her brother to get better, so she could go out to the park. God knows inside us too. And so we have to, day by day, ask him through his spirit to help us live as Paul encouraged us to live in that reading from Colossians. And I thought perhaps we could just together finish by saying some of those words from Colossians 3 as a prayer that God will help us. So together we pray, Dear Lord, may we live as people clothed with kindness, humility, gentleness and patience. May we bear with each other and forgive each other if we have a grievance against someone. And over all these virtues, may we put on love which binds them all together in perfect unity. Amen. <laughs>